0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. This is Sofia P- Foski, uh, hosting Picture This, And today we're talking about a topic that we've mentioned before, we've explored before, and it's growing up and the future. So there is an episode already on my podcast that's called Getting Older. Uh, or maybe it's just a Billie Eilish song, and I've listened to it so many times that I'm kind of like, mm, I've talked about this before. Because it is such a big part of my life. It's generally one of those things that, like, comes to mind every other day. And it's just, like, it's kind of, like, always there constantly. And then when it pops up, it's, like, a whole entire thing. Because it is such a big subject. That even if I did have an episode about that already... Not that that I remember, but... um, it's something that's so four-dimensional and interesting and intriguing that someone could like talk about it so much and pick always different sides and switch perspectives and still wouldn't generally explore it completely which is so crazy to be honest like think about it like it you could write an entire book about it and not even get close to capturing the whole entire essence of it and so I would like to start off with two songs one is getting older by Billie Eilish and the other one is never grow up by Taylor Swift in the getting older song the line that really struck me was I wish someone would have told me that I'd be doing this alone you know and I think that I've always had a very um self-reliant, independent vision of myself, where it's like, I'm the person who's gonna fulfill all my desires, but understanding that at the end of the day, and I generally thought that this was not true to me because I have some of the most amazing friends. I've had friends my whole entire life, from the moment that I was born, my best friend I've known for seventeen years and I'm seventeen. Um, so I thought that this phrase wasn't true, but at the end of the day you are on your own. And it's not a bad thing. You know, I thought that whatever happened I could always rely on someone else, and it's true. Whatever happens, I'm covered and I'm grateful for that. But it's no one else is gonna live all the experiences that you're going to and no one else is gonna face the things that you're going to face. So growing up at some point means being on your own because even with my best friend, now we're in two different countries and we still talk to each other every day and mentally and oh, we're all there for each other but we're living separate life lives independent lives we always have each other but we're on our own and it doesn't even take like moving to a different country to experience this at some point everyone does and you realize that your life it's really just your own life like no one else's lives so it kind of like struck me since I've been on this exchange and it's a big concept for me so that line and The Billie Eilish song, which is an amazing song, really resonated with me. And I really like the Taylor Swift song because it's not an older version of the song. Like, she's older, like in Billie Eilish, where it's like, oh, I've grown up. It's more like to the child version of herself. And I really like that. And it's like, (laughs) it's very grounded to her inner child almost. And it's like, the lines that I liked the most were like you you've got no regret, I do I give everything to make you say like that, please, darling, don't you ever grow up, just say this little, please, darling, don't you ever grow up, just say this simple, you know, and it really resonated with that too, the part where it's like you've got no regret, like you're pure, you're a blank state, and Say this simple. And I think that I didn't understand how simple my mentality was when I was three or four or five. And then in elementary school, some bad stuff happened. So I don't really remember how I was, but I can talk about kindergarten. And the thing is, I generally had not understood how simple my mentality was and I thought I was so grown up which I think that it's something that everyone can relate to but at the same time it's like I I I had a complex mind like I had thoughts I had really complex thoughts and to think that someone my age like looking now at the kids that are four years old could I have those thoughts is like crazy to me at the same time I still didn't have problems I guess you know like I have now. I Just like the idea of being mentally ill. At the time, I, I wasn't even mentally ill. Like I was because of ADHD, but no one knew. So I kind of wasn't, you know? So, yeah. It's just like being so simple. is such a privilege and something that I really close hold close to my heart. But let's get into this after this extremely long in introduction because we have a lot to talk about okay so I feel like it's fair to mention that my biggest fear in life it's not living up to my potential so there's this thing that within the concept of time passing by which really scares me and I have undergo some really bad psychotic episodes because of it because the whole Thing where time passes by at any minute and we don't have it back it's like I am wasting my time and I'm gonna feel this way forever and I'm never gonna live up to my potential and I'm not gonna do all the things that I want to do and I had a conversation with my friend about this and he was like if you die tomorrow would you be happy with the way that you lived your life so far and I would be like no not I would want to do so much more there's so much more that I want to do I don't feel like I've lived up to my potential so far. I feel like I could have done so much more, always. And I've talked about this as one of the biggest, I feel like, feelings and consequences of having ADHD that I've personally experienced. So knowing how big this is in my life, like it's my biggest fear, there's nothing that scares me nearly as much as growing up and the future and time passing by it's understandable why I care so much about it and the difference between growing up and simply time passing by because growing up doesn't give me psychotic episodes but time simply time passing by does 'Cause it's a concept that I'm not even want I don't even want to go into it because it triggers really bad stuff. I'm a healthy person. I'm a safe, nice, grounded, normal person. But that stuff is just like a little sensible for me. Now obviously growing up has this part of it that really scares me, but that being said, I generally do look forward to it so much. There is so much that I'm waiting for and that I'm excited about. I crave independence to a point where it's generally like incredible. Like the Taylor Swift song says, something around the lines, "At fourteen, you can't do anything on your own. There's so much you can do. That's what can't do. That's what she says." And it's truly like how I feel. I feel like. I want to be able to drive my own car. Now I'm 17, but in Italy, you cannot drive up until 10. And then I probably won't be able to drive for a really long time. And while in Italy, that's alright because I can move by myself. And I have almost, like, complete freedom. Here in America, I have zero freedom on my movements without a car. And that really, like, frustrates me, especially because I was used to a little bit more independence when it came to it. And then... I look forward to having my own house, to be honest, to styling it how I want. I look forward to working. I look forward to doing all the things that I wanted to do. I look forward to going to Hawaii. I look forward to all the vacations that I'm going to do. And I mostly look forward to all the people I'm going to meet and all the experiences that I'm going to get to have. Again, my own my own house is a big one. Like, I cannot wait to live on my own. Not even in college, not even... I'm looking forward to college so much. But, like, having my own house is something that I dreamed of for years now. It's a big one for me. And then, children. I've always, always loved children. So that's something that I really, really do hope it's going to come soon for me not soon but like it's something that to me it's part of the future that awaits for me and I'm excited to live all of that I'm excited to meet my son and spend time with him and raise him to be a amazing boy and beautiful and look into your his eyes and knowing how much I love him and lastly I think marriage and uh, that's uh, that's a little weird for me because I'm not really the marriage kind of girl we were talking with my friend and I was like if I ever were to be like a 60 17 year old dining alone I would be completely happy if I I don't really have a strong desire to marry and that is true to me to this day it's not like I don't want don't want to be in romantic relationships I do but like marriage to me it's so binding and so long and so I don't know I don't really look forward to it and I also feel like I have I also feel like I have like a very weird concept of what marriage is and how that you know gets in place to be honest but what can i say i was reading a book today cuz that's a today idea and the book was talking about it's this woman who talks about her family and all that and she talks about her uncle's marriage and she says how different they are and how independent her uncle and aunt are from each other like her uncle used to have dinner at midnight alone with a, a glass of scotch and he still does even though he's married and they don't have dinner together and she goes on vacations alone and maybe that's something that I could do that kind of like maybe marriage is m- marriage I feel like it's something I could do it's just not something I could do traditionally if that may if that you know like I could do it, but I couldn't do it traditionally, and I couldn't do it for, And if I were to do it traditionally, which I could do, I couldn't do for my whole life. Like, after a couple of years of normal marriage, I I would need a divorce. Like, I'm a very particular person when it comes down to my independence, and I think that what I feel like might happen is after years and years of being completely independent, my mind and thoughts might change about this. And I might crave a marriage, which is going to be interesting. Because now, independence, it's what I want. It's what I want more. It's what I'm lacking. And maybe when I'm going to have it, and then at some point I'm going to have enough of it, I will want that. I will want that connection. I will want that relationship. And I think that it's something that I'm scared of. As I said, I want to live everything. Like, I want to do everything. I don't want to miss out on Anything like I don't have fear of missing out just with my friends. I have fear of missing out on life, and I want to experience marriage and the maturity that it brings you, and all that it is. Even though I don't really like marriage and I don't want to get married, I want to experience it, which is not the healthiest mentality. But that's alright, you know, because I think that I need to stay grounded and remember, uh, because it's true. that it is so far away. All of this is so far away. And I got so excited that I got carried um by it. Because it is something that I am very much looking forward to. Even though it scares me to my core. And uh, I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's uh video, and she said that growing up she has less and less to say, and I think that it's not necessarily true about me. I was always a very talkative kid, and I saw, and I still have like a lot to say all the time. That's why I have a podcast. That's why I write books. I always have a lot to say. Always have had a lot to say, but I think that what changed a lot is that now I'm extremely more interested in hearing people listening, like I have so much to say. But if you have a lot to say, then I will sit here and listen to to you the whole day. Like, I don't need anything else. Like, I could hear people talk and express their opinions the whole day. I would like people to just talk to me forever and just talk about all that they think. Like, very deep conversations. Like, I just want to know people. And if they want to talk about football and how that impacted their lives, I will listen to them. I'm I'm so interested in that. I'm so interested in everything. And I think that kind of changed because I was... Literally the kind of girl that would only talk and then not listen to others. Which was not the best. And now I think that some people still think of me like that. But it's very different now. It's very much different. And I also know when I'm wasting my breath. I think that I've learned that there are some people who don't deserve me talking. And they don't deserve to listen to me. Because sometimes you're just wasting your breath. And it's better to keep it for a better um, you know, better people or better or more fitting places and times, which is something that I would have never guessed, because I remember being in, uh, eighth, ninth grade probably, and saying, I don't think you're ever wasting your breath, your breath doesn't have an end, so I'll debate whoever wants to be debated, and I'll say whatever I need to say to anybody. I will say it to everyone. I don't care if I'm wasting my breath. And that's something that I actually said. But now, <laughs> things have changed a little. And I've talked to enough people to know that sometimes you're literally just wasting your breath. And it's not wasting your breath. It's You're literally, like, getting frustrated. And it's not worth the energy. It's really not. Some people are just dumb. And, yeah. So, that's a big chunk of all that I have to say and then the second kind of part of this it's a little bit different but I'm sure that it's going to be very relatable to a lot of people. The big other reason that I kind of started doing this podcast is because I am not so far away from turning 18. I uh, Turn 18 in 5 months. And to me that is absolutely mental. I could do... I am gonna do a whole podcast episode about turning 18. Because that's so much. I can never like... <laughs> but the weird thing is... I have friends. Actual friends. People that I think of as my... You know? People on my same level. You know? Uh, that are 18. That are turning 18. People's birthdays now... My friends' birthdays now are 18th birthdays. They're adults. Like, 18, you're... So, I think that some preview is, in Italy, 18, it's like 16, 18, and 21 all combined in one. Because you start driving, you start voting, you start drinking, you start adulthood at 18. Like, we don't have like 16, 18, 21. We have one big date. And that scares me. I am very scared of 18. Like, to me, I looked up at 18 as a full-on adult growing up. I felt like 17 was the radiance of being 17, like Taylor Swift says. I looked at it as the peak of adolescence. 16 was the peak of adolescence, and 17 was the time of freedom. And 18 was being an adult. And... um I am growing. I have so much responsibilities as a, that I've grown into. I am on an exchange on my own and in a lot of ways I do feel like I am c- closer than I could have ever imagined to being a natural adult. Like I look at my own medical appointments and I literally like am in control of my schedule, I'm in control of my classes, I'm in control of my medical stuff, I'm in control of taking my medicines, I'm You know, a lot of things, adult, normal things that I would have never thought I would be doing. I'm in control. I have a credit card and I'm in control of how I use my money. I just ordered DoorDash. How? how, When did I become so responsible? And I think that an exchange is a big part in that. But it's weird because that kind of like, I am a little bit of an adult, I guess. And at the same time, I was talking with Nick, and he, which is a really close friend of mine. And that was the day before he turned 18. And I was like, do you feel ready to turn 18? Because I'm turning 18 in six months, because it was a month ago. Um, and I don't even feel close to being ready. And he was like, oh, I've been feeling 18 for a long time. Like, I'm more than ready. He goes to college because he's doing dual enrollment. And I feel, I think of him as an 18 plus year old, and all the 18 plus year old people that I have in my life, I do think of them as 18 plus, like I feel like I see a difference, and I don't see myself that way, and I don't see my closest friends that way, they're all far away from turning 18, well far away, they're like more than five months away, let's just say that, and and I told him, I don't feel ready, and he told me well, I feel like you're eighteen already. And I realized why he said that, because a part of me it's extremely mature. And it's not like in a bad way. It's I'm I'm someone who most people would say it's very irresponsible, you know? All of those things being put into place, most people will tell you that I'm not a responsible person. But I am very mature. I am mature in the way I think, in the way I see the world, in the way I see my future, in my thoughts and feelings. And I'm also someone who would be considered smart, who would be considered actually smart. And that's I think, plays a big part in maturing. Because I feel like I did mature a lot in the past few years and I've started meditating and I've learned so much that in that I have visions that I can't compare to the ones of adults and feel as if they're as valuable as that as done and it, that is so crazy to me because um in my house my sister always makes this joke where it's like I'm more mature than you mind you my sister is seven years older than me she's nine no she's ten So that is kind of funny. And she always says, I'm more responsible, more mature than you. And my mom always says, yeah, that's so true. And I've always felt like, even with a lot of my friends, in a lot of ways, I am still a child, you know? I am very open and connected in some ways to my inner child, where it's like, I act like a child. And I like being, I like acting like a child, like I generally do act like acting like a child. Not in a bad, like, she's mentally ill way, way, you know? I just, like, I'm very connected to my inner child. And I'm not afraid to show the fact that I'm still a child, you know? I'm not afraid to show the part of me that that's a child. But, so it's, like, so weird. Because I play the role of a child in so many ways. And when some softness like, get when stuff when some particular stuff happens, I literally act exactly like my inner child would do, and how me at like four or five would act but yet I'm so mature that it's just a like kind of weird because even in my house they always make that responsibility slash maturity joke, but I'm so mature. And because maturity, it's, it's, it's like they measure maturity on how clean your room is, or if you um, do your homework from four to six, and you're never behind, and you never procrastinate, and if you still watch the TV series, and if you uh, make your bed every morning without skipping it. But I don't feel like that's truly being responsible and mature, and that is so weird to me, and it's just. I am very mature, I'm not just normal mature, I'm not just stupid, superficial mature, because I'm still, in a way, a child, and I love being a child, and I love being a 17 year old girl, I love this age, and I love every age, and my wish would be for every single age to last forever, because I love being a 17 year old girl, I love it so much, from the genuine core of my heart I love this age I love being superficial and stupid and watching clueless and mean girls and stupid films though all the time I like go to uh, going to high school I like the fact that I still have a good half a year of high school in front of me and a year entire year of high school in Italy left I like all of that and I'm okay with being a child and it's weird that when I'm with my family sometimes I feel so bad about being young and being connected to my inner child and not trying to grow up so fast i'm not in a rush to grow up to be honest and i think that my sister who's someone that i love very dearly it's someone that i've realized i want to enjoy before she grows up i think that my sister is growing up before my eyes. And I never realized that up until it was on the change. And now I love her and I want to cherish our time together more and more because we only have one left, one year left to live together as sisters, as normal childhood sisters. And I'm not going to have her at this time anymore. And I'm not going to be able to shape her and be the cool aunt, sister, whatever anymore. The aunt part, I'm gonna have time. She doesn't have a child, she's dying, anyways. Anyways, uh, it's something that has I've really been thinking a lot. And I have a picture of my sister that I can look from this perspective, which is kind of fun, and I like that. And yeah, uh, this was all the things that I wanted to touch on. Uh, have a great day. I love you so much, guys, and I hope that. You cherish this time. That's my deep, profound hope. Does th- Profound fit in this situation? Anyways, that's my hope for everyone. Cherish this time of your life. Because even though it's corny, you'll never have it again. And even if the future hosts is better for you, and the future always hosts is better, this is still special in its own way. And... I'm grateful and I hope you're grateful for this. Love you so much. Bye.